broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile, everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, world-class city. By M-Drive, take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. By Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And by the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the icetimehockeysw.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, welcome in hockey fans, club hockey fans, ACHA hockey fans. It is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, our Wednesday night show that highlights club hockey and uh, ACHA hockey and WCHL hockey and WWCHL hockey. Uh, we're thrilled to be here, Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host is always, Stephen Marsh, joining me from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Stephen just a couple more days till October, and then it is on for real. How are you, my friend? Yeah, get your sleep in now, Scott. Get your sleep in now because uh, in a couple of days, it's going to be hockey, hockey, hockey. Did I mention hockey? I think I did. There's going to be a lot of <laughs> a lot of hockey going on, and we, we're, we're happy for that because of, again, what we've been through. And, and, and we're actually going to have – hockey i mean we've we've had some games already but the real the bulk of it the action i was looking at the calendar of games coming up there's a ton of games coming up starting this week and this is when it really gets going so buckle up and put on some miles and get ready to <laughs> put ready on to some miles thanks for that <laughs> get, well because you're going to be traveling to some of these games throughout yeah. the year and i hope to do the same and uh we'll, we'll just get ready for it well, I'll tell you what, I had my car in the shop and had everything done at the uh, 60,000 mile uh, stuff that needed to be done. So a little lighter in the wallet for it, but at least the uh, the uh, the vehicle is up and ready to roll on the road. So uh, I had hoped, Stephen, that it would be starting off in Utah. I really wanted to be there for this game. Um, and unfortunately, things aren't going to work out that way this time. So uh, be next best thing was to bring on the coach and, and talk to him himself, but uh, we'll have him on here in just a couple of minutes. Um, a huge series, as as I mentioned to you. Um, next week, we officially will start our uh, our uh, game of the week, our W 
CHL Game of the Week, which will feature this Utah team that we're going to talk to Coach Feeney about tonight, uh, facing off against the UNLV Rebels. So uh, Utah, really in the in the midst of um, the WCHL since you know they they came in, but they didn't really get to participate last year. So um, this is their first shot, and they're going to open with Arizona, the two-time defending champions, and the following week on the road at UNLV, that is a gauntlet. So we'll, well uh, dig and, into that. And, and the, the preseason number one for the WCHL. Also, that first game is going to be a midnight game. So that's why I say get your sleep <laughs> I'm in. Waiting, because... I'm waiting for you to see that. <laughs> oh, no, you got to come up here and enjoy it with me. <laughs> no, but... oh, yeah, that, that, that is crazy. I would love to see that. I think that's so cool. No, it is cool. I've 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 been to midnight games before when we had our ECHL team here, and uh, it can be a lot of fun. So uh, that should be interesting and and fun to see see that pull off. But that yeah, that is so yeah so yeah so that'll be a midnight game, and then they then they play a day after that. So uh, Utah is going to have a, a a tough start to their season with with Arizona at home, and then of course the games against UNLV. Well, you can't be the best if you don't beat the best. So, and you exactly. can't beat the best if you don't play the best. So that's the way I'm looking at this. Well, and you gotta the, uh, and you gotta play. I mean, why? When you know, since you're in your the league, and what better way than to start off? Well, the you, season? you you know what I think about the WCHL. I think it is going to be the best league in ACHA D1 hockey, and I'm talking top to bottom. And I'm not saying that they're going to be the best in week one. I'm saying at the end of the season, you're going to be able to look back and you're going to go. Wow, that WCHL was fantastic, and look at how many teams made the national tournament, and look at how close the points were, and look at how close the games were, because everybody can beat anybody on any given night, and uh, I think that's going to be no more evident than uh, the WCHL this year. Yeah, and it kind of leads into something I think we were going to bring up, but I'll just mention it now. The the preseason rankings for the ACHA came out. We talked last week about the WCHL preseason coaches poll and, and where each team was placed, but this is for the whole ACHA, the preseason rankings. And I was looking through it, and we'll go through it more in depth in a minute, but I just counted through. There's five te- uh, There's 10 teams in the WCHL now, and five of them, according to this preseason ranking. And again, we don't know how the season will play out. This is just conjecture for the preseason but uh five teams i've counted that right now are projected to be in the top 25 um and, and we know 20 teams make it into the field so but and then some and we'll talk more about that as the season goes along but just if you look at the top 25 in the acha right now before we go into the season you have you in unlv arizona uh, Arizona State, Missouri State, Oklahoma all within the top 25 so that's five of our the 10 teams right there yeah, and the, and the other five teams are going to be pushing them to, to, to unseed one of them. Well, in and, Colorado, and Colorado, sorry, Scott, but Colorado, Colorado State are two that are, re- are receiving some votes. So that's two more teams right there. So so I feel bad for Utah and Grand Canyon. and, uh, and uh, Well, let me tell you something about that. Uh, I think this year the preseason polls in every league are the most difficult to predict. And the reason I say that, Stephen, is there were so many teams that didn't play at all last year. There are so many teams that added players. There are so many teams that lost players. And I just don't know how you can look at last year at all and go like, okay, so with the exception of maybe Adrian, <laughs> because Adrian just keeps uh, stocking up the uh, the pantry and, and rolling them back out there. And, but, the, and, and then the, we well, should tell folks they're the number one uh, ranked team in the preseason poll. So there you go. 
So yeah. Yeah, and they so got underway been... last weekend and and took care of business. And uh, of course, Lindenwood is nothing to to. Uh, and they're number two. Either. They're number two, and they right, and they're off to a good start. And they're. So, and, yeah. and then you look at a team like Minot State and you go like, okay, well, they lost their coach, Wade Regeer, who was a big part of it. So where are they going to be at? Are they going to be at their normal pace to start the year? Is it going to take them some while to adjust to not having Wade there? Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. And um, I just don't know if you can really put a whole lot of stake in that right now. I mean, uh, I believe that the teams are there, should be there, but I also believe that there might be some teams that are going to surprise people. So what I don't hope, for is the fact that all the teams beat each other up in the WCHL and they can only get a few teams in because of that. But hopefully strength of schedule will help that. Yeah, and, and we won't go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out when the oh, yeah, you, are done. You'd like to go down that rabbit hole, but you no, no, but, until next show. But you and I have a good friend that would like to do that. And, <laughs> and yeah, we'll, absolutely, we do. We'll, say, we'll save that for uh, another time maybe. But uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, though. It's, it is going to be really tough to... To project, I mean, so I guess my question is: is I guess we should we should go through the season here. We shouldn't just look at the paper and say, okay, well, these are where the teams are. Let's just stop it right there, right? No, let's. We actually need to play some games, and that's the best part about it. And I think that's going to make this season exciting. Is that it's going to be some unpredictability? I think I, you know, as you said, it's you can put this out there, and 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 you, and you need to put it out there, and 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 kind of give some it's sort of talking pulse, point, right? It's a talking, it's a talking point. point. Certainly, we appreciate it. it. Gives us something to talk about because there was lots of shows during the pandemic. We were struggling to find things to talk about, but now we got topics to talk about. So this is great as we're on the eve of the real heart of the season starting. We again preface ACHA season has started for some teams, but and some some of these teams have already gotten some wins, but a lot more of teams are going to be starting up here this weekend. So um, yeah, almost almost everybody will be in action this weekend. I yeah, think so by 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 this end of this weekend, almost every team that's playing will have played a game. Yep, yep, totally agree with you. Okay, so when we looked at um, what's going on in the ACHA, I, I mentioned at the start of the show, I, I was hoping to start off our game of the week this week, but in order to do it justice, I feel like um, we need to be there. One of us needs to be there to uh, totally uh, do it right. So that's why I am moving the game of the week until next week. We'll start up right there with Utah at UNLV. Um, but uh, the idea behind the game of the week, Stephen, is uh, I, I just want to highlight teams as they're playing, and and I want to highlight teams that are within the WCHL. So you and I have been looking at the schedule to try to find the right matchups and see who fits and and uh, who's competitive here and there, and um, getting to different sites. You know, we'll be at UNLV, we'll get up to Utah for a game, uh, we'll get at or more, we'll get to Missouri State, we'll get to different places. So. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And the way I have it laid out is kind of like this. We'll do a little preview with the coaches and maybe the captains prior to the game. And then, um, we'll, of course, have some footage from the game. And then when the game ends, we'll talk to the winning coach and maybe a player or two and put it all together in a package. Call it the WCHL ITHSW Game of the Week. You like Man, that? I like that. And as we get that going, if if people are out there listening and – they know a business or somebody that maybe wants to sponsor or partner, be the partner for this sort of series. Uh, you know how to get a hold of Scott or, or even Rob, who helps with that sort of stuff. And get come on and uh, and and sponsor this because these kids really need this uh, attention, and and we want to be able to provide this sort of platform for them to get the coverage and uh, and get that wherever the uh, the game of the week is going to be. Certainly, you're in Arizona, so you you 
you get a lot of plays. I'm in Vegas, so you know we will be featured. But we want to try to get every team involved at some point. And and you know what's nice is that most of these teams are going to play. They play each other at some point. So um, we'll, we'll hopefully get everybody in as the season goes along. But uh, maybe That's a couple, plan. multiple times probably. But yeah, some gonna, of the teams I'm sure we will have multiple times. Because we're going to just focus. The nicer they treat us, the more we'll come. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna focus on matchups within the, the, the league so it won't right. be out of, out of league matchups so so there'll be some so yeah it should be good and and and, and there'll be some, probably some and probably some of the best matchups in the whole acha i mean there's some yeah, that's the idea there's that's some good the idea highlight some those. good matchups in the other league but uh, there'll be some good matchups that will be uh hold hold up against pretty much almost any matchup other, other matchups in the acha uh division one level so um and also tonight, Stephen, tonight is the last show in September, which means it's our last trivia. I don't know if you've got a question or not, but if you don't, you've got, uh, oh, about 47 minutes to figure it out. So <laughs> um, it's our Summer Skates Sizzling September trivia. We'll have a trivia question tonight. If you answer correctly on the chat board, you will receive a pair of custom Summer Skates uh, slides that just came in along with uh, a matching koozie. So uh, just came in yesterday, Steve, and I've been sorting the box and uh, and divvying them up for past uh, winners already, and hopefully we'll give away another pair tonight. But let's take a quick break. Let's come back, and let's bring on that head coach at the University of Utah, Morgan Freeney, in just about two minutes. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of Summer Skate. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by a fence of ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. I hate the term club. I wish I could just call it ACHA, but until they give me permission to, I can't. So uh, I will call it Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. And everybody knows 
what it's about. It's about our coverage of the WCHL and the WWCHL. And Scott Strandy here in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh up in Las Vegas, Nevada. And it is our pleasure to welcome back into the show the head coach of the Skate Newts as we go up to Utah to speak with Morgan Feeney. Morgan, how are you? Hey, guys. Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Uh, awesome to have you on again. I had made plans and I had hoped like crazy that I would be leaving early tomorrow morning to get up there and see an uh, exhibition game between the Vegas Golden Knights and the LA Kings and then spend Friday night with you guys. And unfortunately, sometimes the best laid plans uh, don't always come to fruition, but uh, I am so looking forward to seeing the start of ACHA hockey and particularly your team against the two-time defending champion, Arizona Wildcats. So, so tell us about your excitement level for Friday night. Uh, I couldn't be uh, couldn't be more excited, um, and I think I echo uh, the boys' excitement as well. I mean, COVID hit us pretty hard, and um, being hired during that that time, um, you know, it was even harder because we didn't we didn't get to play. Uh, and so this year we are we're ready to go. Um, everyone's healthy. We we've got a great squad and. Um, like I said, it's been a year and a half since some of these boys have played, you know, hockey and they, uh, they're, they're going to be ready to go on Friday night for sure. And how nice will it be to play uh, a real game, not have to play practice and practice and practice like you guys have been doing for several weeks and, and actually have a real game. Has it hit you guys yet that in a couple of days, you're going to play a, a, a significant game for the first time since the pandemic? I, you know, I think so. Um, like you'd mentioned, Stephen, we, we had a ton of time to practice um, and kind of iron out all the wrinkles. And uh, especially this week, I've seen a level of intensity through, you know, come through from the boys that, uh, you know, they're, they're blowing my expectations out of the water. So, um, you know, we are super excited to actually play in a game, uh, show, uh, show the conference what we have to offer this year and, and hopefully make, uh, make a few surprises uh, while doing so. Morgan, during the uh, the pandemic, I, I used one word a lot, uh, relevancy, and I, I told that to AJ when we had him on, and I think I mentioned it to you as well, but I am so proud to say that we cover the WCHL because I believe every team uh, kept themselves relevant, whether it was uh, through Twitter, uh, through your uh, webpage, Facebook, uh, having a golf tournament, uh, just doing different things to let your fan base know that, hey, we're still here and we're coming back bigger, better, and stronger. And it, from all indications, it appears that it was a complete success in Utah. Yes. Yeah, I can, I can attest to that. So our, uh, our GM, AJ, as you had mentioned, he's um, best in class. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. And, um, you know, with that goes the great marketing behind the scenes and, and it draws the interest and makes my job as uh, as coach, you know, recruiting a lot easier, but, um, the fan base, uh, it's only grown. Uh, we did a golf tournament uh, last last month, and the turnout was fantastic. It was a phenomenal event, and um, I think we gained, you know, uh, even more fans after that. So we're we're excited. Um, we're we're really planning to uh, grow the game here, and and in addition, grow the fan base. And um, we're excited to be able to compete against these uh, elite schools and, and be in a conference where uh, I think Stephen Stephen had mentioned that you know five of the ten are already ranked uh, in the top twenty five and um, couldn't couldn't ask for a better conference to to play in. So can I let me ask you that about the rankings then because we we talked about that and we talked about the the preseason uh, rankings for the uh, WCHL. Um, 
how much do you guys look at that? I mean, I know it's it's out there and it's a talking point for people like us, but do you guys look at that as maybe another sense of motivation? Like, okay, this this is where they see us at, but we we feel like we can be here and and so and so speak. I mean, how how is, how much does that motivate you guys? It, you know, honestly, Stephen, uh, I I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I, I love being off the radar right now, um, and and the only you know only place to go is up. Um, and I've told the boys that, and, and they, you know, they're agreeing with me that, um, you know, what you said, the polls are, are only what they are right now. Uh, and, and each week we're going to chip away, um, starting with this week against, uh, you know, the defending WCHL champs. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really, uh, anticipating us making a splash in this conference for sure. So, Morgan, as you jump into this conference, and like I said, uh, because of the pandemic, you didn't really get to play any games before, but you've done plenty of research, I'm sure, and you know what these teams are like and uh, the level of competition. I've been real bold this year, and I said I think uh, the ACHA, a Division One leading conference, is going to be the WCHL, and I mean top to bottom. I, I just don't think there's a lot of room for, for – um, days off if you will in this schedule so um how are you preparing for that yeah um so uh, first of all i agree with that and I, I think you guys had mentioned the likes of gcu being left off of uh left off of that ranking and and i know they've done an extremely good job in the uh in the offseason recruiting uh top talent so um to your point scott uh, it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough conference but um, again, that's that's where we want to play. That's where we want to be, and it's only going to make us better as a team. Um, in terms of getting prepared for that, you know, uh, a lot, a lot of practice, a lot of system work. Um, we have a very, very young team, which will, you know, uh, sh- you know, shine through both positive and negatively on the ice. And my job as a coach is to get them prepared for that. So a lot of uh, a lot of preparation goes goes into that before our first game, uh, game tape. And again, you know, the, we're, we're looking at old game tape, um, not necessarily from last year because a lot of these teams didn't play. So, um, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge for us as a coach, uh, coaching staff, because we're ultimately, um, basing stuff off of, uh, you know, old, old game tape that a lot has changed. Um, you know, again, if a team is looking at our, uh, old game tape, I can tell you we're a completely different team um, from top to bottom. And, uh, you know, I have a I have a roster with two-thirds, uh, you know, new. And it's it's going to be great. And I think, uh, um, you know, we're, we're turning a new page here at Utah. And uh, I, can, I can only expect great things from these guys. If I can follow that up real quick, Stephen, before you jump in. Um, so a lot of coaches, uh, Morgan, will tell you that uh, it's not so much about the other team, it's about your team. And uh, at Utah, is that kind of your philosophy as well, that you're going to put your team out there and you're going to try to play your game and impose your will on the opponent? Or do you still have to take into consideration what the other team does well? Yeah, great question. I, you know, my philosophy as a coach is uh, you're only going to play as well as as how you play. Um, but to the other you know point, you're going to need to play to, um, you know, the other team that you're playing. So yeah, I think, I think it's a mixed bag. I wouldn't say you play your own game and focus on your own game because there's a lot of strategy behind it. And, um, depending on who you're playing, you might completely change the, the dynamic of, of how your, your team goes out and, 
competes. And so, um, you know, it's a, it's a good question. And depending on the week, it's going to, it's going to change and how I mentally prepare the boys for, uh, who we're playing against. It's, it's going to definitely be a factor for sure. If, if I said it, you know, it wasn't, I'd, I'd be lying. All right, Steven, your shot. <laughs> well, we'll kind of uh, switch for a minute. Uh, Scott mentioned there's a is an NHL game happening up there in Salt Lake tomorrow between the uh, Golden Knights and the uh, LA Kings as the Kings are doing their Frozen Fury again, which they did in Vegas here for many years before the Golden Knights came in play. Um, I guess as someone that's up there in Utah and, and is, is trying to help grow hockey in the Utah area and it's it's growing there, how how nice how beneficial can it be to have an event like that come through uh, Salt Lake that they're going to play at the where the Jazz the Utah Jazz NBA team plays and how how beneficial is that to have an event like that to help try to grow hockey in Utah and I I was at the uh, Golden Knights uh, media availability day and they're they're excited to be able to participate in something like this to, they're all about trying to help grow the game so from a guy that's up in Utah how is it to have an event like that something like that take place. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty special for sure. Uh, when I first moved out here to Utah, I, I definitely noticed uh, that hockey is not the priority. You know, after living in places like Michigan and, and uh, Minnesota, it's 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 definitely something that uh, is growing, and people are becoming aware of it. And it only helps when these organizations come in and and can uh, entertain the fans that might not know a lot about hockey. But uh, I can tell you. I went to the game where LA played Vancouver last and uh, it was amazing to watch the fans because you could, you could tell half of the crowd was trying to understand what was going on. The other knew, but everyone was, was into it. And again, it was an exhibition game, but um, it's just, it proves that hockey is an amazing, amazing sport and um, people love watching it even, even if they don't fully understand it. But now that golden, you know, the golden Knights are coming here and um, it, it, tends to be uh it seems to be the the team that uh, the people that live at least up in park city uh cheer for now yeah they it's, brand themselves as the team of the rockies that was their whole thing when they started up they would be for the to be the team of the whole rocky mountain region so yeah and i think it's worked i mean um you know when i moved here eight years ago it was kind of divided between colorado and la and um now it just you drive through Park City and, and Utah or Salt Lake and you see Golden Knights stickers all over. So the game is definitely growing and it's only going to you know help the youth and uh, the youth programs. And that ultimately, you know, uh, if, if the plan goes in uh, the right direction, right, that's just going to grow the sport here. And then ultimately it feeds up to, to the college uh, organizations and um, will only help grow the game here. Morgan, I think uh, uh, Chad Berman and the uh, Wildcats are boarding a bus and heading your way in about an hour <laughs> and doing the overnight drive up there. But uh, I had a chance to watch a little bit of their practice the other day. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with what they do, but they, they spent three weeks spending four days a week driving 250 miles round trip to, uh, to come to the Phoenix Valley and uh and do their practices and some of their games started like our practices started at like 8 50 at night and i can't imagine getting back and, and i talked to coach berman and i said oh my god you you have to have so much passion for this game to be able to do that in the midst of it they had a little covid outbreak uh, on one of their trips and, and coach was uh one of the guys that had to sit out for a little while so um you got to appreciate the fact that, that they're working that hard to try to get ready to play you yeah, no, it's, uh, um, you know, it, it's great to hear and, and I'm hoping they're going to come with, uh, 
with uh, all their all their players healthy. That's what we asked for during this COVID time. That um, you know, I'd hate to have a half squad show up and and play against a, a you know a team that isn't healthy. I I want the competition. I want uh, I want our boys to level set where we are with their their best uh, team that they have. But no, the passion that they have, I did not know that they were driving that far for practice but that's great and um i I can definitely say we we would do the same here anytime we could get on the ice during uh the 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 covid pandemic we were on the ice and um you know the same level of respect goes back to them we're we're doing just as much to prepare playing uh, against their great squad Okay, so kind of kind of piggybacking on that, as you prepare, tell us a little bit about your roster. You've had a chance to work through and and, and sort through the guys now and see them on the ice. So, where's the strength lie? Where where do you feel comfortable? Where do you think you want to improve that? Yeah, great great question. So, uh, I'd I'd hinted earlier in the show that uh, we have a super young squad. Um, it you know breaks down. We have eleven freshmen coming in this year. So, um, with that eleven freshmen, you know. I said there's uh, two-thirds of our team is new, Um, so completely new. Um, They hadn't played before, Um, so we're we're learning systems as a team uh, together for the first time. So that's that's definitely been a a challenge. But in terms of strength, um, you know, we we have two returning goaltenders that are fantastic. I would definitely say that's a strength. Um, We've got our our leaders on the back end. Um, We've got four. Uh, four guys returning there that uh, will absolutely help us lead our in our defensive zone and then up front on forwards um, you know we I think that's where we're gonna uh, uh, excel this year especially Um, our scoring uh, ability just watching it in practice and watching it uh, watching the game um, uh, develop during practice and scrimmages I think we're we're very strong up front there. So um, I, I don't think we're going to have any issues putting the puck in the net. Um, and, on, you know, on the back end, I think our leadership with our, our defensive um, players will, will help us uh, protect the house. And then ultimately our two goalies um, will, will absolutely uh, steal some games for us. All right, Steven, you still there? <laughs> I'm still here. And uh, let me ask you this about some of the off-ice things, about people that are go to a game this year, uh, including this weekend. What are some things that you guys have been working on behind the scenes to try to to, to make a great game environment for you? Uh, so that's the first part. And then the second part is the game broadcast. I know those are always an important thing too, and I, I think – the plan still to do YouTube, but just kind of touch about those things, how people can, what people can expect when they go to a Utah game, just on the ice. And of course, just the environment there. And then if people want to watch the games online, how, how can they do that? Yep. So um, I know in the past we've, we've been broadcasting our games and I don't think that's uh, that the plans for that will change. Um, you know, the environment uh, we, like I said, um, our fan base has only grown. Um, we can expect, especially for this home opener, uh, a lively crowd that's missed hockey for the past you know, year and a half. Um, so I know our fans are eager. Um, I, I believe we've sold out our entire student section uh, tickets and then our um, full season ticket holders um, have just started purchasing. So we're expecting great turnout. I know, um, you know, in terms of uh, what we're doing behind the scenes, our, our GM, 
He's working to get our concessions back up, which again, as you can imagine, is a challenge during during COVID. So we're doing everything we can to make uh, make the environment uh, at our hockey games uh, top notch, and you know that really starts on the ice. So a lot of pressure on uh, on our team to uh, deliver a game that's that's uh, worthy of of paying money and, and watching and supporting. So, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm hoping to uh, surprise a lot of teams this year, starting with uh, the Wildcats on Friday night. And that will only uh, create an uh, even better environment Saturday night when uh, when uh, our fans see that we have a great, uh, great game on Friday. Okay, so I don't know if you heard uh, as we were talking earlier, but we started a new thing this year called the uh, – WCHLITHSW uh, game of the week. Uh, it's something we're going. We, I was hoping to start up there, but uh, in order to do it right, I need to be at the at the game, Stephen or myself. So we're going to start it next weekend when you guys travel to UNLV and uh, a midnight game. And we we mentioned that uh, when we first saw it on the schedule. I don't know if it was you or AJ that we talked about, but uh, excited for that, or uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, we'll see. It'll definitely be uh, a challenge. Uh, challenge for our boys we're uh obviously headed down there so traveling but then playing a late game but um you know we have a young team but a very very mature team and i'm not worried about a late game i think they can mentally you know prepare for for whatever time we're playing and then we have a a day off on friday and we're we're right back at it on saturday so um you know i think we're we're excited for it Uh, again you could you could put the game at any time and we're going to be excited to play unlv um we know that they're, you know, they're pre-ranking in the in the top twenty-five. I think they were tenth, and uh, we know they're going to be a power powerhouse this year. So, any any time you you give us a game against them, we're going to be excited. Uh, if it if it be at midnight or if it be at you know prime time. So, no, it'll be it'll be an experience uh, for sure playing that late. But like I had mentioned, I think our boys uh, they're going to be ready to go whenever whenever we can play them. So, how much does it? You know, because hockey players, and I'm sure you as a coach, the, the routine is, uh, there's routine is so big part of the game. And, and obviously, sometimes you guys play an afternoon game as opposed to a night game. But this is a, a midnight game as opposed to an, uh, an evening game. What what sort of thing, I mean, they haven't gotten to this point yet, but what do you have, What do you think you, the team will have to do differently, the, the players will have to do differently Do you to kind of pr- prepare for a game like that? Yep. Um, so obviously, you know, our... Our, our players probably have their their pregame rituals where you're eating a certain time, you know, beforehand. But at a midnight game, everything's going to change, and uh, we're going to have to adapt. And obviously, on a travel day, um, being that Thursday, uh, my emphasis for the guys will be make sure we're not, you know, um, exerting too much energy throughout the day. Uh, reserve it, and then we're going to have to uh, time our our dinner out uh, accordingly. And then leading up to the game, you know, everything's going to be standard. So it's uh, depending on on what time we report to the rink, you know, once we hit that report time, then uh, everything kind of falls into place. But leading up to it, it's, it, you know, it, we're going to have to rely on the rely on the players to make sure that they're taking care of themselves and um, making sure they're ready to go for a midnight game. Okay, I'm going to jump backwards a minute. You had, you had to put your roster together, and I know you had – uh, a lot of players because you got a full uh, D two roster as well. But h- how was the, was the training camp and the selection process? Uh, was it more difficult than you thought, or did it work out the way you thought it would? Yeah. So 
Um, I did a lot of recruiting, obviously we not, not coaching. I had a lot of time on my hands to, uh, reach out to the players that I really wanted. And, um, I can honestly say, uh, every recruit that I, that I reached out to that we really wanted, um, ended up coming. So it was a successful, uh, recruitment season, uh, as I should say, uh, for, for sure. Um, training camp was fantastic. Uh, prior to training camp, we actually held a uh, recruitment weekend here at the U where um, we basically had all of our recruits um, and guys interested in the program uh, attend. And at that time, we you know started putting guys in places and um, ultimately landed on the two squads that we have. And then as an organization, um, uh, including the, the women's M, uh, W1 team, uh, we all went up to McCall, Idaho, and we were up there for about a week. And um, talk about a great experience, a uh, great uh, team bonding experience. And that, that town up there is fantastic. Uh, they're great, uh, great support for, for the organization. And we were on the ice, you know, twice a day and then got to actually go out on the lake as a, as a group. Um, and it was just, you know, it was great great experience. And I think we do that every single year and we're, we're going to continue to do that. But that that's really the turning point for, for the Utah hockey where the teams are selected. And then once we get up there, you know, the, the on switch is, is turned on and, and the guys are getting ready to go. So, you know, we, we had picked, uh, picked a team. Um, I had, I had made the call and let everyone know where they stood and, it was it was great to see once once that puck dropped up there the level of intensity just uh, skyrocketed and it's it's been flowing since we got off the ice in McCall and that uh, seven hour drive back it it's just rolled right over so I couldn't I couldn't ask for anything better uh, to start our season for sure um, and like I said it's just snowballed right into uh, right into practices every week. So last time we had John, I don't know if we fully got into your coaching staff or you were still working on it, but um, there's a young man uh, with the same last name as you that uh, is helping you out. So <laughs> let's start right there and talk about that young fella. Are you keeping him in line, first of all? Because that's probably got to be a big job. <laughs> yeah, that, that young fella is actually my old man. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we we obviously go way back, but uh, I started coaching with him actually in, in 2012 and we've been coaching since and it's been uh it's been awesome obviously he he taught me everything i know about hockey um and he comes from a background of of uh really great hockey and and his playing career and ultimately we we decided hey let's give this coaching thing a shot and we've been successful um and we enjoy it and so we've kind of uh piggybacked together and at I can't remember when, when it was, but at a certain time, uh, I want to say probably 2015, it might've been before that, uh, I ultimately became the head coach and he became the assistant coach. And, um, I think he prefers it that way. And, uh, I, I love, uh, I love coaching with him. And, and like I said, he's, uh, he, he has the knowledge and, and the background to, uh, get us where we need to be. And he's been a huge help this year. Um, he's actually in charge of our offensive, uh, offensive force and, uh, yeah, couldn't ask for a better, better assistant coach there. Now, okay, hold on well, one second, Stephen. Let oh, me, okay. let me have them run down the rest of these coaches. So they all get their fair shake in there. Cause, uh, let's go next to Chris Hawk. He's your defensive specialist. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about Chris. So I met Chris when I first moved out here um, in Utah and uh, playing in our men's league. And 
hated playing against this guy because he was just so <laughs> sound as a defenseman and um, he still plays against us. We're, we're, we're not on the same team. So ultimately, you know, we, we got to know each other. He's a great guy and um, a great hockey mind and asked him if he would come in and help lead our back end. And uh, you know, he's, he definitely jumped on the task and he's done a phenomenal job getting our defense ready. Um, again, another guy with a great uh, background in hockey played overseas um, and, uh, has been a defenseman, um, I think since, since coming back and he's, uh, I think his, his strong suit is just structure. And that's exactly what our, our defense needed when I, when I took a look at what we had and, and what we needed, uh, to get to the next level and compete against these, you know, Arizona UNLVs of the world, we needed structure back there. And he's done a great job getting, getting our guys prepared. And, uh, yeah, I, I, again couldn't ask for another uh assistant coach to, to lead the defensive end okay and let's talk about george is it chalos yep. okay. george chalos and and talk about a great hockey mind george is uh probably just an overall great guy uh one of the best guys you'll you'll ever meet and he uh talk about someone that wants to give back uh to the game it's it's george um he uh, he's actually the owner of the Long Beach Sharks in the uh, NA3HL out in New York. Um, but he is involved. Um, if there's hockey around George, he's involved. Uh, he's involved <laughs> with the um, youth programs here, and he spreads himself so thin. He's actually a maritime lawyer, um, so he's he's traveling a lot, but somehow manages to to give back and and help coach. So brought him on. He played at Vermont. Um, like I said, a great hockey mind that just brings the level of intensity for our players up another notch and um, has incredible insight and will be a huge help for us this year. And uh, again, another guy that's going to get us to the next level. All right. As everybody knows, I struggle with names, but uh, Joseph Benedetto, am I close? Yep. So, <laughs> so Joey, Joey actually was a, uh, a player that, uh, uh, played on the, on the team last season. Um, he was going to be our skills coach, but ultimately Joey got into med school and I, I couldn't hold him back even though I tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think he's actually down, um, in Vegas, uh, down there, uh, with med school. So, um, well, congratulations I know- to him for that. Cause that's a big step right there. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. And, and, Again, as much as we, uh, you know, miss miss him and miss uh, having him on the bench and, and leading our guys, uh, couldn't be happier for him and, and his future career. And who knows, down the road he might get, you know, have some more time when he's not in med school to, to get back into coaching. And, um, you know, for the stint that he was helping us out with, I greatly uh, appreciate everything that he did for us. And he was huge in the front of uh, recruitment as well. Being a, a D3 transfer, um, you know, you get a lot of questions from guys that are looking to, to make the jump over to ACHA hockey and having a guy on your coaching staff that did it firsthand, um, you know, it went a long way. So I, I have to give him props to uh, the success that we had in the recruitment season. And he was a huge uh, advocate for our program and, and ACHA hockey in general. Maybe he'll maybe he'll can come and watch you guys play when you're in Vegas in next weekend. <laughs> that that's the plan. He's already told ah, me. There you go. He's already told me he'll be there. So, okay, and, and certainly last but not least, uh, your GM is also your goaltending coach, and I know how much he loves being on the ice. But but tell us about AJ and how much he means to the program because uh, you talk about enthusiasm, he just oozes it. 
Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I said this earlier on in the call, but this program would not be here if it weren't for this guy. Uh, he's, he's got everything buttoned up to a point where, uh, you know, he lets me coach. And I know a lot of other organizations don't have that. You know, I've got, uh, a few friends that I've played, um, you know, growing up that are actually coaches and it's quite opposite in their programs. And so I'm very fortunate, uh, to, to have him as our GM, because when he brought me on, he basically said, I'm going to do everything and let you coach and lead the team. And it's, it's been great because I'm not worried about anything behind the scenes. Um, you know, even tonight we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, potential risks of, uh, the rink that we're at and he, he got those ironed out and he's, he's just all over it. And, um, likewise on, on the women's front, uh, Amy Frost has done an amazing job there building that, um, that group. And it's just those two, uh, alone have single-handedly, you know, uh, brought this organization up to another level, um, to what, it, what it's been. But, you know, uh, I, I don't have any negative things to say about these guys. They're, they're, great to work with. We, we gel and we click and I, I can tell you it's not, uh, it's not common to, to be in an organization and you know, get along with these people as well as we do. Um, we see eye to eye on everything and it just kind of clicks and that's, uh, you know, it makes my job easy. I, I just go out there and I coach and, um, work with the guys and then everything off, off ice, they, they handle and, and make everything easy. So yeah, they're uh, fantastic people. All right, Steven. Well, I just wanted—I was going to jump in after we talked about his dad because I wanted to ask him if he—if uh, his dad has, has shared any embarrassing stories to his uh, his players on the, uh, <laughs> and if there's been any moments like, oh, dad, you shouldn't have shouldn't have shouldn't <laughs> share that story with the players, or has he been has he been kept kept his be good behavior that way? <laughs> yeah, I like uh, like Scott said, I, I have to keep him in line, but no, he. Uh, he he's been good, and I think uh, all the embarrassing stories he's he's probably learned throughout the years of coaching that uh, they they come out at specific times, and um, I know the players definitely appreciate the embarrassing stories. So I, I can say thus far he, he's been good with with uh, the group that we have here, but it's only a matter of time until he you know he on a, on a road trip will get up and, and share a story, and I'm sure all the players will appreciate that. Okay, AJ, we'll let you go on uh, on my last one. I don't know if Steven's got one more or not, but um, I'm going to tell you first and foremost, I don't think I had you on before. I think you were on before my road trip, but I made a road trip from April 5th to May 5th, and I traveled from uh, Arizona. I drove all the way to Michigan, watched the USHL All-Star game, went to Pittsburgh, watched the NCAA Frozen Four, came back to Colorado, watched some AHL and ECHL, uh, then went over to watch the ACHA National Tournament in St. Louis and then went down to Texas and saw some more AHL, ECHL, and the uh, under-18s and then made it back. So I was on the road for 30 straight days, and it, the purpose of it was twofold. First was to brand us a little bit, let people know who we were and what we were doing, and secondly was just to, to get a feel for how close the level of play was between all these different levels so maybe 16 to 22-year-olds, let's, let's go with that. Um, and what I found was, A, that the play was very, very close. The, cal the caliber of competition was close, I thought, all the way through, um, even more than I'd ever seen in my 40, 50 years of watching and covering hockey and refereeing and coaching. And then secondly is, I thought the ACHA guys were so close 
to an NCAA level, and I don't mean that necessarily by talent on every team, but I mean it by the way they conducted themselves um, professionally on and off the ice. It wasn't the the style that people have given the rap of club hockey to. It was guys that look like if you didn't know better, you would assume they were an NCAA team. So uh, is that something that all makes sense to you? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, you know, when, when I was at Michigan State and um, with the club team there, it, it, it honestly – it wasn't really that buttoned up. And uh, I know a few guys that I played high school with that were on that team and um, they were just trying to extend their, um, you know, extend their playing career, but over time and as it's developed again, that was, that was years and years and years ago. But um, as it's developed, I think ACHA is, has grown into a, a reputable league where players are now considering that versus just saying, Hey, if I don't have another option, I'm going to go play uh, ACHA hockey. And, you know, again, back to, uh, Joey, uh, you know, my coaching staff, for example, he came from a D3 program and I think he, he straight up said, Utah feels more like a NCAA, um, you know, team than my D3 team. And, uh, that's awesome to hear. And again, that goes back to the work that the GM's doing behind the scenes. And, um, I am seeing that again with the caliber of play and the recruits that these teams are getting, um, it's it's fantastic to see and again with uh with covid and 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 being able to have additional time to recruit i think it's only going to get better this season and we're going to see the caliber of play um across the you know nation and the acha be that much better okay steven you got one last one for coach sure okay so let me ask this then um what as we finish this, when we when we visit with you, let's say in six months, when we it's February, March rolling around, we're getting ready for the national tournament. Where do you expect you guys will be? What's a realistic goal that you think you can you can get for your your team? Is this the is making the national tournament a realistic goal? Or are you just hoping to maybe make some noise or where, where do you? Feel? I mean, obviously you want to aim for the highest level, but where, where's a realistic chance you guys have um, goal that you have? Yep. So um, definitely want to compete for the WCHL and uh, I'll give you a, a much better answer after this, uh, this weekend of, of where I think we're <laughs> going to be at. But uh, um, honestly, uh, again, uh, as a coach, it's, it's easy to be biased and, and set your guys on the, on the top, but I really do think we can be there um, with, with, with all the tape I've watched and all the players that we've recruited. Uh, I think we are going to, make a make a dash uh especially in the wchl and then ultimately you know in the national uh, the goal of you know we want to be in the top 20 to to be able to go um and i definitely think with the group of guys that we have that's absolutely attainable and i'm not just saying that as a coach i think um the group that we have and the the motivation and drive and uh, i can guarantee you my players are going to be the hardest working guys on the ice and um i think i think we can get there well, Coach, um, I like your enthusiasm. I like your talent. I like the roster as well from what I've seen. I can't wait to see you guys on the ice. And I'll tell you, if you get into that national tournament, that trip to St. Louis is uh, is going to be a lot of fun because that Centene Center is fantastic, and the city of St. Louis does a fantastic job with everything they do. So uh, let's uh, let's get you there. Yes, yeah, we'll uh, definitely meet up there for sure. 
All starts this uh, all starts this weekend at uh, at Utah with the uh, two time defending champion Arizona Wildcats coming to town, and then uh, of course Utah goes from there over to UNLV. So lots of good stuff. Thanks for spending some time with us tonight. Can't wait to uh, to see you guys on the ice. Thank you very much. Thanks again for having me on. Absolutely, that's the head coach at the University of Utah, the Skating Utes. Morgan Feeney joining us. Stephen and I will be right back in about uh, two minutes to uh, recap and uh, conclude another episode of Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit used. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S. Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. UNLV Rebel Hockey located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Your hometown hockey team, your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions, your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player, or shout out your own game with your own number team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more thirsty after getting off the ice our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat comfortable and durable show up to the rink in style an authorized retailer of summer skates you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com broadcasting from the summer skate studios summer skates the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, our Wednesday night show where we touch on the uh, ACHA men's and women's Division One, the WCHL, and the WWCHL. Scott Strandy with you in Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host is always Stephen Marsh up in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, Stephen, before we get into the, the, the drill, you know the drill, 
Uh, I want to get our uh, trivia question out there so we have a little time for somebody to answer it. So here it goes, right? Uh, if you're listening to the show tonight, you know that uh, Coach Feeney has been in uh, probably others too, but I know he's coached and worked in two other states in the upper Midwest. If you can name one of those two states, I'm going to give you a hint. They both start with M. Uh, type it into the uh, chat bar, and we will get you a pair of Summer Skates uh, sandals, slides, if you will, and we'll also get you a matching um koozie with the new college hockey southwest live logo on them so if you know the answer type it into the, the uh, chat bar if we don't have an answer by the end of the day we will give you the opportunity to go to acha underscore ithsw on twitter and uh, enter it in there and we will give the first correct uh participant the uh, summer skates sizzling September package. Can I can I give another hint? This this might make sure. it real. This might make oh, it real. This oh, might make boy. it really easy. Sheesh. One of one of these M's is near and dear to Scott's heart. Oh, I didn't know Miami was on there, but oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so you know the drill. Every time we have a guest on, we both ask questions. We both listen to the guest. I hear something. You hear something. What did you hear from uh, Coach Morgan Feeney of the Skating Utes? You know, I think one of the, the great things about when a season starts up is there's so much optimism. And, and, and this kind of year, it's really interesting because we haven't had a season in, in, in a while, right? And all these coaches, and, and Morgan Feeney is fairly new with the program still. I mean, he's, he's only come in. He came in during the, the pandemic, and, uh, you know, and they, he hasn't been able to really coach a, a game yet. So he's going to get his chance to do that. And it's just – it's so exciting. He, and he – and I – and, and granted, the coach is going to stick up for his team, but he and I believe in because he's he's really convincing that he feels like his team can really give you a chance to uh, give them a chance to really make some noise in the, the WCHL. We've heard that from Grand Canyon, and that's why I'm excited to see how they do. Same with Utah, I'm excited to see see them on the ice because they feel so strongly about their programs, and and every coach will, but just it's just. You see the players are bringing in. You see the the um, the talent that they have, and and it'll be interesting to see how they come together. And I like what he said too that they like being uh, behind the scenes, meaning they like not being in the conversation with the rankings right now and putting that that extra target on them, uh, being sort of like an underdog right now that nobody sees them as a chance to to maybe make a a, a spot in the tournament or compete for the WCHL. As I said, it's in the in the rankings. Seven teams are either in the top twenty-five or receiving votes. Utah is one of the teams that was not even mentioned in any of that, and, and they like that. He likes that because then it, it gives him a chance to, to kind of be the underdog and and make that noise that they really hope that and they hoping that they can do. And and so that's what's going to make it exciting. So those are two things that I really uh, got from that. Okay, well I'll tell you what I heard. I I heard all of that as well, and a couple of things on top of it is. Um, uh, I saw a lot of professionalism. I heard a lot of professionalism in, in Coach Feeney's voice. Um, the structure, that's why I want to talk about their assistant coaches. And I know it's difficult everywhere that you go, but uh, Chad Berman was up there running his practices by himself. He's got another one, maybe two volunteer assistant coaches, but they're volunteers, so it's hard for them to to leave their jobs and go places, especially when you're driving 250 miles. But I can't imagine what a luxury it must be for two things in the Utah program. Number one, to have a GM like like uh, A.J. Bolden and, 
And for him to just go, hey, you know what? I'll take care of all that other stuff. You just go coach the team. And then secondly is to have a, a defensive specialist, an offensive specialist, a goaltending coach at the ACHA level. You want to talk about a team that's that's looking to uh, be the very best and, and possibly move up? I mean, I don't think that's a secret. If AJ could get it done, that would be a program that would be in consideration for NCAA at some point. But they don't want to jump any steps. They want to take them one by one. But, man, oh, man, that that's not just a hockey team, Stephen. That's an organization. No, I'm glad you brought that up because that is very unique in the in the ACHA. You don't have a lot of teams that have a four or five coaches um, that are regularly helping helping out. I know UNLV, it's basically Anthony Vigneri-Greener, Nick Raboni. I think they have another guy that helps with some goaltending stuff, but that's about it. You know, it's those two guys. And But not only are they coaching stuff, but they're also – involved in a lot of the behind the scenes stuff as a lot of the ACHA coaches have to deal with also, but, and they have a, some might have the staff, but they're still manning, manning that sort of stuff. So, um, in a lot of that's because of the, you know, there's money maybe involved, you know, you can't, you know, you can't pay as many people to, to help with that sort of stuff. So you kind of, kind of take all that on. And, and if you really want to be a, t- a program that wants to put yourself in a position to, to be out there and, and progress and, and what your goal may be for UNLV also it's it's to make division one and NCAA and and but for Utah they've got the whole coaching but but going back to what you were saying though so you have that extra hurdle but Utah is coach right coach Feeney he he can worry about the coaching side of things and they've got AJ to help with the behind the scenes stuff and some other people too and and so that's really what's what's really nice and I I and that's you know that's kind of like how the professional levels are right they have the coaches handles the coaching and then they have management and other people to handle the, all the other aspects of, of a team. And, and for ACHA teams, it's a lot of manage because you gotta, you know, you gotta do more about the game and the production of the game and making sure all that's good. And then, you know, getting tickets and all that, raising the money for the program, you know, getting the hotels set up, getting, you know, planes or buses all set up, all the things that you got to do in a season to, to, to have a season and to, and to play. So, well, um, and you're forgetting about the other things you're talking about setting up team meals. You're talking right. about uniforms and equipment. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's just so many things that go into it, but the academic side, they're making sure the yeah, players and the are academic staying academic side. side and, 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 and so. you also got to talk about the fact that the WCHL is not only going to be in my estimation, the best conference from top to bottom, but they are also a, one of the conferences that has to travel the most. I mean, when you get out to the East Coast and even the central part of the country, um, there's a lot closer trips than what, say, Utah has to make. I mean, it's a haul. I was looking at their schedule. They're coming down one weekend to play Arizona. I don't know if they're staying down here before the next weekend, but they're going to play Arizona State. And then they're going to come back to Utah for a weekend and then come back to Grand Canyon again. Can you imagine that bus trip three times? Um, so yeah, there's a lot to, a lot to handle in that. And, and other teams obviously have to do the same type of things. I'm just using them as an example, uh, right now. But, uh, when you talk about teams wanting to grow and we talked to AJ about this this summer, about the fact that, uh, you know, did they have aspirations of maybe one day bumping up, becoming an NCAA program? And I think he left no doubt that that would be a goal down the road, but he also, like I said, doesn't want to jump any steps and, and make it one step at a time. We heard, uh, uh, well, you you weren't on with me on Sunday night, well, a couple of Sunday nights ago, and we had uh, Rick Zombo at Lindenwood, 
But uh, he said the same thing. He took a, a, a page out of uh, Coach Powers' book, Roadmap, if you will, and said, you know, if we're going to make the jump to NCAA next year, A, we have to show that we can compete at that level, and B, we think that we have to win our level uh, or at least come very close, and that means winning the ACHA D1 championship before we're a team that can, can make that jump. And uh, they're confident they can do it, and I can see the same thing happening with Utah. No, I concur with you. I think, I think Utah's in a good position to, to, to have that success, uh, whether it be on the ice or certainly on the off the ice success. And uh, can't wait to see how they do this weekend against Arizona. Sounds like maybe the broadcasting isn't figured out, so I'm not sure how people will be able to watch if they're not going to be able to be there in person. But we'll certainly try to follow along as best we can through their social media pages and everything like that. And uh, we. We wish them the best, and the same with Arizona as well. It's gonna, it's gonna be exciting to, um, to see that, um, see who comes out on top. Um, as you mentioned, Arizona, <laughs> poor, poor Arizona, having to, to to travel all that way to to practice. You know, going into where basically in your neck of the woods there in Phoenix, Scottsdale area, and other places throughout Arizona to practice, and and uh, you know, but they do, they make do with what they've got to do, and. And that's because they they love the game and they want to they want to succeed and and they've been very successful with that. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's not a new it's not WC. a new yeah it's not no. a new arrangement for them. They've been doing that for a while now and yep. they've had the success that they've had. So okay, so I'll remind everybody about the trivia question one more time. Uh, Skate Newt's head coach uh, Morgan Feeney, who we just had on, uh, has coached in and played in two other states uh, in the Upper Midwest that start with M. Um, if you know one of those and can type it in the bar, the uh, chat bar on the uh, app, we will uh, get you a pair of uh, custom summer skates and a matching uh, koozie with that new College Hockey Southwest Live logo that everybody is dying to get their hands on. Uh, if you don't get in before we uh, sign off tonight, you can go ahead and go to ACHA underscore ITHSW. Uh, and uh, go to our Twitter Twitter handle handle uh, Twitter handle there, and uh, and put your answer in there. And uh, we of course uh, want you to follow us too on Twitter because we're we're still striving to get to ten thousand, and we're going to turn the calendar on another month here after tomorrow night. So uh, we'll give you an update, see where we're at. Yeah, can I give one more hint? Sure. One of these. So <laughs> the, the the hint was you had said the both were M's. I said one of them's near to to Scott's heart. The other one is this that the same place has a lot of lakes. So that hopefully that'll. Jeez, oh, how about this? Can we go that the uh, number one overall draft pick in the NHL draft this year uh, is playing hockey in this state? Not the same one with the lakes, but another one that's near the Great Lakes. How about that? There you go. There we go. Okay, I, we're, I we're, we're just we're just basically giving it away yeah, without giving absolutely. the answer away. But we don't Somebody want you. Jump you've got on a, there. You have a box full of uh, summer skate sandals and koozies. You don't want to hang on to those. You want those to be given out. And this is the last day we're doing the trivia for this. Yeah, uh, so we, we got to get September, a winner. So we got to get got to get somebody a winner. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible. <laughs> but as, as a game show, you don't give out the answer, but you try to, you basically <laughs> giving out the answer without giving out the answer. So I love it. Go. I knew you'd get the game show in there somehow. <laughs> well, I just got done watching. I, I have Jeopardy on the background and the guy that's on Jeopardy is, is dominating and he's doing his thing again. So, uh, okay. All right. So well, uh, one, one more thing. Yeah, one more ahead. thing. Well, yeah. let me, I know we're running long and we need to get off the air here, but a couple, let's let's run through the matchups this weekend. So I've got the, sure. the 
Fire so, this, so we've got, as we mentioned, uh, UNLV is playing Illinois. Now, that's not a, a conference matchup, but they're hosting Illinois this weekend. Illinois has been off to not a, a good start. They've lost the first few games, and UNLV, of course, this will be their first game of the year. So that will be taking place this weekend at 8 o'clock Pacific time here at, in Las Vegas. And uh, people can watch those games online on the UNLV's YouTube channel, I believe, and and uh, our good friend will be doing doing those games. And uh, what else? Let's see. We're going to look at the other University matchups. University of Arizona at Utah. Right. That one is Friday, going Saturday on. night. And those will be a 730 uh, PM Mountain Time, at least Friday's game, as I haven't seen if Saturday's the same time or not. But uh, Oklahoma is hosting Wardle uh, University, Blazers Ice Center in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And uh, here's a all conference matchup. Uh, Colorado is at Oklahoma, Edmond, Oklahoma, taking on University of Central Oklahoma. Ooh, that'll a, be a good one. That'll be a good test for both of them. Uh, Oklahoma Central Oklahoma is two and zero right now, and actually Colorado. Uh, it hasn't played a – they played a game against a Division II team and, and won at home, but this will be the, the real true first test for them uh, this season. Then the other one is uh, in, in Colorado now. Colorado State is hosting Missouri State. That's another uh, matchup. Yeah, there, so. that'll be a good one too. So the, um, and, and then throw out Grand Canyon there. I believe Grand Canyon's D1 team is playing uh, at NAU against their uh, D2 team this weekend. I believe that's uh, – if I read mm-hmm. it correctly. So, uh, yeah, things get underway. I will mention again that our uh, ITHSW-WCHL Game of the Week kicks off next week uh, with the Utes traveling to UNLV, and we're going to make it the midnight game just so Steven has to go pay attention and and do everything that he needs to do to put that thing together. (laughs) (laughs) I need a lot of of caffeine that day, a lot of of caffeine that – Oh, you can handle it. You'll be a so lot of Dr. Pepper. Up. A lot of Dr. Pepper that night. You'll be me so jacked up for hockey, and a midnight game will just be right up your alley. So and there'll be a I, there'll no be a doubt. Golden Knights preseason game too that I might might or may not be at if if I if we go. So if I that and then and then uh, and then of course the the midnight games will be a double header of hockey. Which <laughs> usually when you think of a double header of hockey, you think maybe one in which we we've done a couple of times. One in the afternoon, and then you got one that evening. But this one would be one at like seven o'clock at night, and then you have one at midnight. The so. midnight face off. I love yeah. it. Midnight face off. There you go. I love it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly was brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's new phone for yourself or child's first phone, go to boostmobile.com and click on deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment. Wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA D1 Hockey in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. Go to rebelhockey.com and click and see if the Bright Lights and Championship Mindset is for you. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates. Just because the summer is gone doesn't mean we like to keep our drinks warm. Get your personalized koozies and more. Go to icetimehockeysw.com and click on the green tab of the Squad Locker banner to get yours. The University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel your drive. Visit mdriveformen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. See us at behindthemask.com. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all the Ice Time Hockey Southwest podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app 
and are available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. Uh, nice improvising on the uh, summer skates, too. It's, uh, we don't want to keep our drinks warm. <laughs> we want to keep them cold. Uh, well, <laughs> no, I saw that. Uh, we, uh, Paul Hornstein, who puts these together, uh, sent me an, an updated one because I still had one that said summer on it. I'm like, well, I reached out to him this week. I said, well, it's fall now, so we need to update the reading. <laughs> I think that you're right. I think that's probably supposed to say cold, and so <laughs> we'll change that for uh, for next week but yeah okay so uh i want to remind everybody to get to the twitter handles if you uh want to follow us in acha action uh from now on you'll be looking at acha underscore ithsw uh steven and myself wherever we're at a game we'll uh, try to use that twitter handle to to wake people up and let them know what's happening out there uh we do have six of them so get to the website find them all follow them all and as soon as we get to ten thousand on each one of them We've got great prizes to give away. Actually, I want to correct myself. I think it's I think it's it's said right. Doesn't mean we like our drinks to be warm. So oh. I, I think it, it's <laughs> okay. so I just want to I don't want Paul to listen to this and say he, he typed this wrong. I think the way it's typed there, it's you know you know we people get the idea. The koozies are supposed to keep your drinks cold. So there you go. And they're beautiful. <laughs> that new logo on them for right. right now. So you can still get the old logos too. We've got those, and uh, and we'll have plenty of stuff going on. So. Uh, uh, our thanks tonight to uh, the head coach of the Skate and Utes, Morgan Feeney, for joining us. He is obviously very excited to uh, get some game action in. He's been spent basically two years recruiting and, and dreaming of uh, putting what his team would look like on the ice. And, and it all comes to fruition Friday night in, uh, in Utah as the uh, Arizona Wildcats make their way up there. And uh, good luck to the Wildcats as well and safe travels as they board their uh, bus and Head out in about 17 minutes if everything's correct. So um, we'll look forward to all that. Stephen, have a good time at the uh, UNLV Illinois series. And uh, we'll talk to you all again next Wednesday when we highlight the first ITHSWWCHL game of the week. Good night, everybody. Have a good week and happy hockey, everybody. <laughs>